feel like shit today. I feel like shit today. S-H-I-T. Shit. I feel like shit today. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, if you can sing about it, you can at least make it a little less shitty. (laughs) So I don't even need to ask how how you're doing, Mary, huh? Do you want to even do this? I do, actually. Okay. I know that sounds silly, but I'm excited. (laughs) So I want to do it. Okay. Hey, pals. Hey, buddies. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Hybel study. study. The only time where the terms God and stoned actually lead to a good time. If you haven't listened before, awesome. We are a couple of former Christians. And what we like to do here is hash out what more realistically could be happening in these Bible stories. And ultimately what these characters might have been experiencing while living through all of this. Because we still know that there are great spiritual takeaways in this big book. But those have been muddled in way too much dogma for 2,000 years now. So, feel free to get your Bibles out, follow along. Or like in church, just listen and take our word as fact. Her name's Mary, my name's Justin. Now that that's out of the way, that means it's time we refer to the Bible. Our current study follows a possible chronological order of Jesus' ministry throughout the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is episode number four. Okay, are are we are we ready to start? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Had to get my Bible out. <laughs> well, let's see. What was it? We had we had to meet John, which now it's kind of confusing, like John the Baptist. Yeah. yeah. But the next part that we go through is what we go fifteen to thirty four right now, I think, in John chapter one. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, right away, um, I feel like some of this would have actually been better in the other stuff, in, in the last episode, about John, because... Yeah, like, I'm kind of feeling but, that. But it's, it's separated into the next thing, the, like, like his, his, his teaching, his ministry to Jesus. It was supposed to be next, but, like, this should have, this section should have been put up with the other stuff, because it's just... It's giving some nice, good detail. Kind of the detail I was hoping to get. Yeah, 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 about John the Baptist. Yeah, I'm with you there. Because this whole section right here, like uh, 19 to 28, Mm -hmm. that's all. I mean, it's titled The Testimony of John the Baptist in my Bible. I like this because it gives a little bit more detail as like maybe what was going on when the Pharisees' priests were sent um like to question john the baptist like well he's out like baptizing people yeah i do i mm-hmm. i agree that conversation was a conversation in this one not just a yeah because it was more it seemed more like a day-to-day thing this was like this was those priests job was to go and check out like people claiming to be christ messiah whoever else that's wild to think about Mm -hmm. that being a job so then do they have the authority to if they deem that person uh a problem like to kill them on the spot that sounds like abuse of power yeah but i mean that's why john's like being like treading around stuff probably (laughs) oh Uh definitely definitely 
Okay, and then the questioning that I asked them, it like it's specific about different names, Christ, uh, Elias, and then are you that prophet? And he said no. And my Bible note says that this is the prophecy referred to of Christ. It's like, no, not if they just asked him directly, like, are you Christ? <laughs> I'm trying to see, like, who who is that prophet supposed to be? And what I found was, like, it's Jesus. Because, yeah, but if Jesus didn't start his thing until now, then how can he be that prophet that's out there? Um, That's like, a good point. Because this was really the kickoff, the start uh-huh. to his ministry, right? So I don't know if who, like which one else is going around there that's just not named. It's just someone else doing something. Interesting. Um, let's see. What verse is this? Uh, that was 21. 21. Okay. Yeah. 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 My, my note like starts talking about it. Like it's going to tell me who this prophet is. And then it doesn't. Hmm. Just tells me that the coming of the prophet was predicted by Moses in Deuteronomy. And all yeah. these. Um, yeah, and then mine even goes on and it says John denied being this prophet mm-hmm. as well. Though he was a prophet. Okay, so that's like super duper confirming this is not Christ. This is not um, well mm-hmm. him, obviously, but... <laughs> But it's somebody entirely different. Who the fuck is it? Why are they not named? I want to know. But then they're asking him, like, okay, in in 25, they ask him, well, okay, if you're not any of these people, why are you, like, why are you baptizing people? Why are you just getting people wet out here? What are you doing? (laughs) But then he doesn't, (laughs) it says he answers them in 26, but he doesn't really answer them. It's like, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latch it. I am not worthy to unloose. So, to me, like, standing there, I'd be like, I don't don't know how that answers the question. What are you doing here? (laughs) Yeah, for real. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I feel like that's probably not what he said. Because in the other books... Uh-huh. Where we've read about this, he said something else. And because in the others, especially like in, in Matthew, he was saying, I I baptize them in the water, but like Jesus baptizes them in the spirit. I don't I don't remember exactly what he had said, but it was it was essentially like I'm doing this as symbolism for this. Jesus still has mm-hmm. to do this. <laughs> but um yeah. So I'm just like I wouldn't have been satisfied with that answer. That wouldn't have ended there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that that definitely wouldn't have ended there and that they but and John the writer <laughs> says that like oh, where where this took place and like that's all you need to know about the conversation because maybe it didn't go well. I don't know. I would like to dial back to point more. Oh shit! Uh, that if John was John the Baptist was not alone, and he already had a group of people, whether or not who knows what these people are doing, roaming the countryside, <laughs> then it only makes sense that they send the yeah. priests for for a god of hosts to go and intercept. Is this a possible threat? 
like it was always the priests on the mountains and things but they also had swords and were ready to fight uh but the part that that stood out to me was the there standeth one among you because down in 29 verse 29 says the next day john seeth jesus coming unto him so was was that part of jesus's 18 silent years where he was a, a priest for the pharisees <gasps> Ooh. he came out the day before no he was a carpenter well, he was his dad was a carpenter so he became a carpenter he loved talking about the stuff when he was younger and he just kept going in on that and he realized he liked that stuff better he felt he went up higher in the church and then got tired of it realized maybe something this john guy was saying was making some sort of sense okay okay i dig that kind of, so yeah it was jesus got into their military huh interesting oh i've never thought about that or considered that really Sorry, yeah I'm no processing. i'm processing it too because i've never thought about this before but it's 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 lining up for me yeah i mean if he came alone then he's like something was happening he just wanted to get out anyways and th- thought this was a good way out he was a war yeah. criminal and he was trying to get away <laughs> uh, i don't know um i i don't oh let's see if anybody else has ever thought about it was jesus in the yeah. military jesus in the police <laughs> was jesus a pharisee you can't look if jesus was a quote-unquote priest because of course he was but that's what they refer to these as and we just think oh they sent priests and they think who the right. people that they they hear that they the people they listen to at church on sundays or whatever yeah um but was he a pharisee oh um all i can find is just the quora thing so i mean i don't know how credible that is and it's a very long thing of a lot of um personal opinions mixed in so uh that'd be something to figure out later yeah um add that to my research list and then there is just like one more like point at the end of this uh this is the only other place this is actually the only place that mentions that uh jesus wasn't the only one who like saw the holy spirit because it says that john bear record saying that he saw the holy spirit depend on jesus too though i don't know why that just wasn't included anywhere else or yeah that's really interesting. That was in verse uh, 32. 32. I don't have any good notes or anything for that. I have I was hoping I did. record, meaning to witness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, okay. so the next section is John yeah. chapter 1, verse 35 to 42. All right. So, this section... Um, we get to hear about Jesus, like how Jesus met and found his first disciples, which was kind of exciting for me because I, I know I learned about that as a kid, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of that. So I've been curious. So basically through this, 
John was chilling with two of his disciples, John John the Baptist, not John the writer here. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But he was chilling with two of his disciples in town. And Jesus... You can call him JB. JB, yeah, there we go. JB and his disciples. <laughs> nope, that one's gross. <laughs> J, JB and his, uh, his groupies were chilling. Jesus walks by and JB's like, oh shit, that's the Lamb of God. And they're like, oh... They're, they start following him, and uh, Jesus is like, so uh, what you looking for? And they're like, where, where are you staying? And that would be super weird to me, and I have no idea why he progressed this way, but probably because he's Jesus and he knew they were going to be his disciples. That's weird. Some randos on the street coming up to you and being like, you ask, what are you looking for? And where do you, where, where are you staying? That's weird. Anyways, um, he just says, yeah, come with me. You'll see. And so they follow him. And it, uh, it's like 10 o'clock at night, so they stay with him for the night. Wait, wait. Um, sorry. You said it's 10 o'clock at night? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's see. I know. It says it's the 10th hour in there. Then I have a note that says the 10th hour is 10 a.m. by Roman time, but 4 p.m. by Jewish time. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I don't know if Roman or Jewish time matters because where was it? So yeah, I had I went back and checked like the chart thing. That's like who who are supposedly the books written for? Like Matthew is the Jews, Mark is the Romans, Luke is the Greeks. John just says the church. The church. So I would assume still like a Roman rule kind of thing and. I know it's like a weird like thing to go over just the time of day, but it also makes it weirder if it's 10 in the morning. So, yeah, I mean, and given, I agree. given that multiple times he's the writer's like translating stuff, I, mm-hmm. I, I think it is like Roman time because the church was still kind of at around this point, a Roman thing. Which was 10 a.m.? Yeah. That's so weird. Because I was going to say, even like the 4 p.m. I could see. Well, yeah, it, you know, 4.20. Fair. <laughs> Absolutely. Time to blaze it and you're done for the day. Um, <laughs> but also because like, you know, depending on what time, of, like what time of year, all that shit, sun could be down soon. So, you know, they're not going <laughs> to be walking home when it's super well, dark Well, did they out. have a home? Because you know, they're wandering stay. the wilderness. They're, they're JB's people. Well, to to their to where they're staying, you know. In the wilderness. Wherever that may be. They were. Yeah. I'm they, sure they have a camp. Yeah, they had their camp and they left their camp to find where Jesus was to go hang out with him. So they just fucking ditched John. Well, John. They were, they ditched well, no, JB. John went with them and then, or John, like, he stood and two of his disciples and they walked and they, he said, look, this is the guy I was telling you about. And then they started following him. So John, like, it's like, here, here, you have these guys. They they went to chill with him for a day, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went to chill with him for a day. Um, and then uh, one of one of the disciples that was chilling with JB was, um, that was Andrew. So he's now being introduced by mm-hmm. name and everything. And um, 
He was Simon Peter's brother. That one always wigged me out as a kid because I was like, this is two people for sure, 100%. And I <laughs> always got frustrated because I was like, why do they use their names like that? Same person, one person, he was given an yeah, extra name. Because I think there was two Simons or two Peters or something. Right. And it really yeah. goes to show just like, there were not a lot of names then. Yeah, honestly, that's kind of, that's really interesting. Okay, because his name was Simon, and he was, they, and then the the end of 42 says, you shall be called Cephas, Cephas or I think that's Cephas, which oh, means Peter. Um, mine says, which is by interpretation, a stone. So it was a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, mine just says in parentheses next to it, which means Peter. That's all I got. Here we go. What? Here we go. I have a, I have a note here for forty-two that says Cephas is an Armanic word yep. meaning rock. No, uh, let's see. In biblical times, God frequently changed people's names to indicate their special calling. Um. Oh yeah, that's no. It just is going on to talk about Abraham after that. <laughs> So obviously, you know, Peter's jacked or super stoned. Or both. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he got that name. He's like, well, we're all super stoned, but this guy's also jacked. Yeah. So, I mean, he <laughs> like, okay, one of the first people that JB gives Jesus is a super jacked man, a bodyguard. What is going on oh, here? Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. Well, he's probably uh -huh. going to need it. Exactly. Do you know how many people hate him? They're like, you can't be the son of God. This is this is like conspiracy level. Yep, they're they're getting together like, hey, where you live? Hey, come and see. We're going to plan something. And here's all the guys that we're going to need for it. Yeah, this is like the... This is like the... Ocean's uh, Eleven. <laughs> I haven't seen that. No? No. But I'm sure it's essentially what I was just about to describe. What were you going to describe? I, I can't even think of a good example. So I was... It kind of like mm -hmm. just a crime family, you know, they get together. They have this like warehouse office where they meet. And it's really a f it's a front for a, you know, they've got like a front for something to not get caught. So what do you think their crime is? Uh, I don't know that they're a crime family. That's just what it reminded me of. Well, I don't know that they're not. And I know this is going to be far out there. And I don't want it to just be like, of course, they're going to talk about drugs, but whatever. But like. I want to go back to that. John is a crazy man in water with a bunch yeah. of other people around there. Jesus is a soldier sent to investigate. And he's like, okay, JV's not a terrible guy, but he just needs to chill out. Their military is part of the church. Jesus has access to um, ritual herbs <laughs> and okay. other things. He shares it with John. To chill them the fuck out. <laughs> John then sees, oh yeah, wow, this is Fair. great. <laughs> and then John says, I want more <laughs> of that. How do I get more of that? Here's two guys. And they're like, well, we need these uh, something. We're going to put this together to go get more of those drugs. <laughs> oh my God. Fair. Okay. I was thinking more of like a a Robin Hood oh, kind yeah. of Oh, yeah. Well, it still is Robin Hood because, you, you know, know, the people need the weed, but the church keeps it locked up. Do you think that they kept it locked up, though? Because I feel like 
at that time, weed was, there was no, there wasn't like a bad connotation around it at that point. It was, it was medicinal. There wasn't a bad connotation, but they would still want control of it uh, to be in charge of it. And I'm not saying it has to be weed, whatever it is. Fair. But they don't want anyone else going anywhere else to get that medicinal treatment because they want them to continue coming to the church. I was going to say, though, keeping the, the like good, potent shit locked up so that they have access and control of all that. Yeah, I exactly. could see that shit going down for sure. And then taking all of that and giving it See? to the poor, you know, Robin Hood. the people who needs it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you there. They're probably mm-hmm. moving some shroomies too. I mean, that's what, it, who knows what exactly it was. But if it was a common part of their thing to hallucinate and write down what you see in a vision, how, how what's an easy way to do that? <laughs> Makes sense. Get super fucking high. Hell yeah. But so we have... We have the rock now, and well, okay, no, sorry, I misspoke. JB didn't send him with the rock. JB sent him with Andrew, the rock's brother, and then he's like, don't worry, I got a guy that can bust down a door if we need to. (laughs) My brother owes me a favor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I love this, but yeah, I see this whole, like, crime family uh-huh. being organized right now and there's like the whole montage of meeting everybody and like oh yeah i'm i'm this guy and this is my specialty mm-hmm. and this is what i do it's like leverage <laughs> yeah. yeah but the most sorry to like derail this completely is how this picks up Go for as it. right after he's baptized he's going out whereas the other thing says right after he's baptized he go meets the devil for 40 days Oh, that's a good point. Hmm. That's the other thing. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to yeah. derail even further. Um, this is also one of the big reasons, or one of the big, big things, I guess, that um, added to my deconversion from Christianity, because I was no longer going to church, because church was no longer a safe space. It was a judgmental space, and the people were assholes, so I didn't want to be there. The messages and the sermons felt so shallow, they didn't feel like they were really worth anything to me. So when I actually started reading the Bible for myself at home, because I wasn't just ditching my relationship with God because the church was a shitty place— I, I wanted that connection and that relationship, so I really dove in and read, and that's one of the things that really, really got to me. The Bible is so contradictory on so many levels, but even in that sense, the Gospels are contradictory. Like, they give different, they mm-hmm. give you a different timeline entirely, and it's like, the, this couldn't possibly have happened while this was happening, and uh yeah like not not this specific example but there were oh several i mean this specific things. example he couldn't go out in the wilderness alone to fast oh and... yeah absolutely i'm with you there mm-hmm. i just meant i hadn't seen this one specifically i'm yeah. not taking credit for your scene oh. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but it's just things like that man that really bothers me how can you put all of your faith and trust for your entire life and 
afterlife, your soul, into something from that is based entirely on this book that mm-hmm. is so flawed. Like if you if it has to come down to it, where it's like, well, it has to be a metaphor, then why even need it anymore? Like you can make up your own metaphor. Yeah, I feel that it comes to the point where there's so many metaphors that it's like, hmm, okay, because <laughs> uh-huh. it's like. I get a metaphor here and there to help explain or help your brain comprehend. But when there's so many, it's like, okay, this is excessive. These well, were not intended to be metaphors, and this is a book of fiction. <laughs> I mean, even just the belief that like the the entire thing is just like each each book is its own metaphor of something itself, like the heavy heavy symbolism stuff. Oh, and then it's yeah. like, well, then you if that is, then you should not be walking in to take it seriously anyways. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Damn. So then what was next? The next section is John chapter 1, verse 43 to 51. Oh, the next day. Again, it's another day that Jesus wasn't out in the wilderness. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I'm going to go to Galilee now. Yeah. Then he found Philip. And Philip really... Felipe. Philip was a pushover. Nothing happens. Philip was just someone to mm-hmm. go find Nathaniel. <laughs> he was from Bethesda, because that's all I can see when I look <laughs> at the city. <laughs> I Bethesda? I don't know. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. Yeah. My brain had to work way too hard to read it properly, because all I was seeing was Bethesda, and it made me laugh. I was like, he lives in Skyrim. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Far from it, but you know. But that's also the city that Andrew and Peter were from. Well, Andrew and there's there's another disciple, and I guess my Bible likes to think that it is John the writer because he's unnamed. I don't know if that's right or not. So oh. Andrew and yeah, mine doesn't give me. Yeah, mine doesn't either. <laughs> but. They get sent, and they're like, "Okay, your your mission in the wilderness is done. Now, time to go gather a, I don't know, like what what Philip says to Nathaniel in forty five. It, it also it, I mean, it sounds it it's written down to sound religious, but it also sounds like this is a a code, a message, something starting like a, a faction is being built, a some sort of coup or or some. Some rebel thing is like, it is starting. Are you ready? Like, the <laughs> uh-huh. shit's about to go down. We found the dude. Now's the time. Get your shit ready. But then I like in the next thing in forty six, it's Nathaniel's like, can anything good even come out of Nazareth? Like, okay, so that was a terrible place. <laughs> I know that made me laugh so hard. I was like, what is this, Gary, Indiana? <laughs> But I mean, even like, even Michael Jackson came out of that. So yeah. at least we got, you know. Didn't know that. I only knew that because I was vi- going to visit my dad the weekend of his funeral, Michael Jackson's funeral. And it was in Gary, Indiana. And that was on the drive through. And my dad hated Gary, Indiana because it was such a bad area. And it was going to be so busy with all of the people for, you know, a huge celebrity's funeral in this tiny ass town (laughs) and uh it was a whole ordeal so that's how i learned michael jackson's from (laughs) gary indiana (laughs) like 
I don't know how big these towns are, but yeah, in, in 48, Nathaniel's like, how do you know me? When he's telling him, like, I, I, before Philip went to get you, I saw you under the, the fig tree. Kind of like, whatever. So I don't, mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's like, Philip already even knew him, like told him about him. I'm going to go get my this guy over here. He's yeah. going to be great. <laughs> like, It's so silly to me. Like, what, dude? <laughs> it made me laugh because Jesus said exactly, well, in, in his words, what I was what I was thinking after Nathaniel was was like astonished and was like, yeah, clearly he's the son of God because Jesus told him that he knew who he was because he saw him under the fig tree uh-huh. earlier. And I was just like... That's what made you believe that he's the son of God, that you saw him under a fig tree. Are you serious? I know. And then Jesus was basically yeah. saying the same thing. He's like, or, I, I saw you under a fig tree, and that's why you believe. <laughs> You're about to see some shit, dude. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, maybe the fig tree was like really far away, and he's like, shit. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, then 51, he was like, you're going to see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. You're Essentially, he's like, you're going to see some crazy shit. Are you ready for this, boyo? And uh, that whole interaction <laughs> just made me laugh. I know. <laughs> well, he starts it with his verily, verily. Oh, so, I mean, that's truly, funny. truly in mine. <laughs> Okay, I just want to say that if this was the start to Jesus getting his disciples, how come the other three books didn't want to have anything to say about this right now? Because none of the other books are like, yeah, like have this stuff. Yeah, that's really weird. Because I feel like that's an that's an incredibly important part of his ministry. I mean, that's the start of it. You have to have the right people behind you mm-hmm. to do something like that. And also, like. I think because of things like that, I feel like I didn't even really know much about the the disciples individually. Mm-hmm. There's the big ones, you know, that everybody knows about. But I didn't know Nathaniel was a fucking disciple. No, I might have <laughs> struggled and what? guessed the name Philip, but who knows how long. Yeah. And I always forget Andrew was a disciple. But I, I know, I know mm-hmm. about Andrew and all that. I just always forget that he actually was a disciple. So... Yeah, but, like, they're very important, and just completely skipping their introductions? Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> <clears throat> and then we're reading um, uh, John chapter yeah, 2 Yeah, chapter next. 2, uh, verse 1 to 12. And this is when he turned Sounds good. water into wine. Ooh! <laughs> this is the kind of magic I want to learn. There just happened to also be a wedding and that they went to. <laughs> yep. Well, they were called Indeed. to, actually. Yeah. Well, because Mary was there, and then she was like, you better get your ass here. (laughs) That's how it went down in my head. You will not embarrass me by not showing up to this wedding. And then Jesus takes out his AirPod and just throws it on the ground. Like, I'm done with this. (laughs) Yep. Jesus, out. I'm actually kind of confused. Um, Because I feel like in verse 4, his response to his mom is woman what does this have to do with me my hour has not yet come and i feel like that's saying no i'm not gonna do that 
like it's this isn't my business i'm not doing this right now and then it goes on to him doing it that that's actually like something that i've heard more that this is like a like yeah i'm i'm not doing that and and his mother had to force him because it's going to like what does it have to do with me mine is woman what have i to do with thee like this is very much like woman like what am i gonna do with you <laughs> like oh, why yeah. is there no wine yeah uh, that's weird like, yeah like what the hell yeah. mom why is there no wine and then his mother said you know onto the servants like get him whatever he needs it it, it doesn't yeah. sound to me like the the like what yours has said how it's been translated and like a common thing of like jesus didn't want to do it but his mom yeah. made him do it that's so weird yeah and then mine like um my note here it says uh my hour has not yet come in john jesus jesus's hour is the time of his crucifixion at which time his saving work is accomplished in uh in his astonishing death Hmm. Um, but it says at this point in his ministry because of people's misconceptions about the coming messiah jesus chooses not to reveal himself by openly to israel though does perform a numerous um i don't know how to say this word but basically messiah like signs of being the messiah oh, um, okay so so but that still leaves me very confused well that's then why like did he do it that, um like in my note for it it's it's trying to be like oh because he's not the messiah yet but He's been baptized, and that's when he got the Holy Spirit. So isn't he the Messiah already? So I don't think that's what that means. How that's going, my hour is not yet come. He's like, he doesn't want anyone to know about him yet. Like, I don't need to reveal myself. And the mom's like, you can just turn it into, I know you do that science project stuff or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And then he goes and does it. Okay, that seems like a fair understanding. So it's still like a begrudgingly thing, but it's not like a Jesus should have done this. Why didn't he? It's like a was was Mary there just like, oh, don't worry, my son can bring the wine for this, or we got the or oversight and like, ah, we need you to fix this now. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm like, ooh, coming to your demigod son to get him to use his god powers so you guys can get drunk. God powers are alchemy. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, he he must have known, like, some secret way to just, like, make water taste good. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's why it was in secret, because he didn't want people to see it, not Mm -hmm. just (laughs) like that. Yeah. Between verses 7 and 8, and he had them fill up with water, and they're like, okay, draw out now. Like, you can go use it. Who knows what happened, how much time passed. Right. Because they'll be specific about times yeah. when they want to. Yeah. And they definitely were not mm-hmm. in this one. And then, like, it, it, <laughs> like, I have, like, the ruler at the feast didn't realize, like, that it was just enhanced water. He thought it was great wine. And, but the servants knew, like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's so funny. I don't know why that just points to miracle. I don't know either, but also looking at all of these miracles of pointing Jesus to the Messiah, because I, I have like a chart here. Um, the first one is changing water into wine, which is 2, 1 through 11. Then there's healing the official son, which is 
446 to 54. I guess I don't need to read all those right now, but um, healing the invalid, feeding the multitude, walking on water, healing the man um, born blind, and raising Lazarus. I feel like the majority majority of these are not miracles. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Or even all of them, like there's science behind it to explain yeah. why things happened. <laughs> and when people don't understand science, then of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, you give us, uh, we've yeah. said this before, but you give a cell phone to somebody back then. <laughs> that's magic. That's magic. Science is so expansive and there's so much that we still don't know that we would see as magic now. But in reality, is just science that we have not figured out yet. So it's like, okay, he was walking on water or there was a sandbar there. <laughs> and it had like a reflective sheen or something. So it looked like, oh no, like what's going on? Water. <laughs> yeah, like if there's if there's still some water over the sandbar, he can still walk on it and, you no. know. It still looks like <laughs> they it. were... But yeah, They're especially if you're far away. On a boat, and they on were just boat. the boat was stuck, and Jesus is like, "You gotta move!" Yeah. And he's like, "What are you talking about? What are you guys doing? You can't park here. <laughs> no parking zone." <laughs> and like with raising Lazarus, was he actually even dead? Yeah. Was no, I mean, I'm just like, mm. do we know? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Like, there's so much to medicine. It's like. And and the same thing for well, all even the other if it wasn't, ones. There's so much. Even to if it wasn't, he just needed some good medicine. Like, okay, you put, you just lower a guy down, and he just pretends to be dead, and it, it looks fantastic. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, oh, went that's off track fine. A bit, I don't but... know if I had anything else for this this part. I think I'm all good on this part too. Well, the next part is. The rest uh, of chapter two. Yeah. So first of all, I just have to start out by saying this section is titled Jesus Cleanses the Temple. And I think that's funny. That's great. <laughs> I think that's so funny because he's cleansing mm -hmm. all right. <laughs> so did you want me to give a thing? If you want to, I can. You can go for it if you'd like. Okay, so he's cleansing the temple, right? This is the story that you hear about when he just gets mad at people selling stuff in a temple, so he whips them and flips tables. And I remember growing up, like, that was always, like, one that's linked to, like, see, even Jesus knew when to be violent, so it's okay sometimes to do this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I feel you. That's the one you but... get told about when you're getting spanked. <laughs> But all these, it's Passover, so there's going to be a bunch of Jews there to do the Passover. And so a bunch of merchants came to sell them sacrificial food. However, in my note, it said that they brought a variety of currency and no animals for sacrifice. Were they saying, no, you can't buy this animal? Were, were they unclean animals to the church because they weren't the church's animals? Like, Or was it a typo in my book? I don't right, know, like because what? they very clearly brought stuff That's interesting. that they would use. Yeah, well, especially the sheep, yeah. Oxen and sheep. Uh-huh. And then Jesus kicked them out. If, he was, if he's working for the church, like, 
Is that not also his job? I mean, that makes sense to me. If the marketplace is encroaching into the temple, you kick people out. And it says later in, in a note that there had to be another cleansing about a week later, too. <laughs> or Monday, or I don't know what they oh, mean shit. by that. It said, who knows? But <laughs> whether or not that was Jesus or literally, yes, I'm pushing this because it's making sense to me. So I'm trying to see how long it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because this, again, if it's saying it had to be cleansed later, whether or not that was Jesus, and he goes in there with a whip already. Mm-hmm. In verse 18, after all this, the Jews said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Were these the Jews of the temple? Were these the Jews of, like, the Passover? Who were these Jews that are asking him and why are they just like right what, what does it mean by like what sign show us that yeah so well this is the passover so i'm assuming that the the jews they're referring to here are just the people coming to the the temple for the passover so locals i guess and they're probably like holy shit you just did all of that like, can you explain yourself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do we trust that you're you're the son of God? But he's not, he doesn't even really say he's the son of God. He just says, take these things and make not my father's house and house of merchandise. I guess it was the my father's house. They're all supposed to be yeah. the sons of God. And so if he's into it, this is my father's house. <laughs> I feel you. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess that's just how I get... Uh, how I interpreted it. I think that's the common, because that's the common interpretation is to be that he was directly like, you know, he was Jesus. He was the son of God directly kind of thing. But then it tells us we're all supposed yeah. to be the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Boy, oh boy. But then his, his like response to that is destroy this temple. And in three days I will raise it up. Yeah. So, Yeah. So I have a note on that one, too. That is a stupidly confusing way to answer somebody. Oh, like, yeah, it is. He's Yeah. Like, he's speaking in metaphor. He's obviously speaking in metaphor. I get that. You get that. The Bible lays that out pretty clear. Yeah, the next couple verses are like, oh, but then later we disciples remembered that he said this thing, so it must have been important. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love seeing that in the Bible. But, like... I do too. Tries to like tie it all together, you know. Um, but like the people he's speaking to could not have known that mm -hmm. or understood that by any means. He's talking about something that hasn't even happened. Was he yet. really saying that? Did he say something else? That's what I want to know. What kind of bullshit is that? That is not how. I don't know. Jesus speaks in metaphors. I get that. But. Not in this kind of way. I feel like Jesus is also pretty direct. That feels uncharacteristic. Well, well, maybe because this like, is the beginning before he's 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 just he's getting it. Because how violent is he later? He's still having to get over some of this stuff. True. And then he realized like that's not good. And then he's like, I don't need, no, not doing that anymore. I don't know. <laughs> Daddy said no to the temper <laughs> tantrums. No more whippings. Mm. 
He hasn't had enough time. Or does he just have other people do the violence? Oh, that explains the whole crime family. Well, damn. Got me there. Yeah. So that was just my note on that. That just felt counterproductive for what he was doing. In this story, it does. That's why it's like, I'd rather get what he said than what's trying to be tied in. Yeah. Because then they're like, what do you mean destroy it? This is a... It's been here for over 40 years, like, and you're going to rebuild it in three days. Like, where's it going to go serious? Because he's flipping tables. Um, yeah, it's like there's a way to handle that. Control yourself, man. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, chasing people out with whips is not the way to handle that. Unless it was his job. I mean, if it's your job, then you go to them and you say, you're not allowed to sell here. We need you to leave or we will remove you. Well, I'm not saying it's a good thing to do, but I mean, if it's your job, if you have to do this all the time, that's what you're going to do first. Okay, if it's your job and you, the first thing you go to is a whip to get people out, you're getting fired. <laughs> you're getting fired. Facts. Apparently not at this. Well, maybe this is what got Jesus fired. They were like, excuse me, we're loving here. We don't use Uh, whips on people. We don't do that. Bye. Uh, I just think it's really funny because this is is the part where it's Jesus cleanses the temple and then he just goes ballistic on these merchants and and chases them out (laughs) with fucking whips and pours out their coins and stuff like oh my god yeah it's cleansing all right but then i had a thought what's your thought there's there's so many churches that have like big stores Uh and stuff in them and like i mean it's it's all church stuff it's like bibles and books and devotionals and children's toys that are biblical related you know things like that and isn't that exactly why Jesus lost his shit on those merchants? So what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> but like it just it was making me think of the church that um my dad went to when uh he lived in Chicago. It's like they had a huge store in there. And and even like the little coffee shops. I know everybody loves getting their coffee on Sunday morning, you know, but that isn't that also the same thing <laughs> like <laughs> i just don't understand how there can be so many um so many things that that the well it's it people it, the coffee shop and thing becomes worded as it's it's run by like donations so then you pay the church a donation your coffee's free you're just getting coffee but you're giving the church a donation uh, sometimes but like my church growing up had a coffee shop where you go and purchase specialty coffees. I mean, technically, they could still be run. Not donations. Was it like Starbucks or was it like Java Church? It wasn't. It, it was just a thing. They had a menu and the items and the prices and you could buy donuts, which means in this, you're just paying the church. And so they would say it's a donation. Right? But that is not a donation and I don't like that. Well, then how do they become, what do they do with that profit? How do they write it out? How do they? Um, well, first of all, writing that as a <laughs> yeah. fucking donation to your church <laughs> is bullshit. That's bullshit. 
That is just a way to get more money back on taxes. And that is why churches are... That, that's why the heads of these big churches are so fucking rich. That exactly. And I hate that. I think it is absolute bullshit that churches are tax exempt. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Having, having met a pastor of a mega church that is televised and been in his home and just seen that life i it's disgusting it is disgusting this house had a six car garage two six car garages this this house had three waterfalls two pools a bowling alley in the basement god bless them with all of that yep because of all those donations right (laughs) yep from the coffee shop (laughs) my god but it's like i i feel like i can't even talk about that aspect of it because then all you get back is you're just jealous because you don't have that money and you don't have those things i'm like no i don't have those things but i'm also not really jealous of that i think it's gross because of how they got yeah i don't know what to do with three waterfalls yeah they're just there to be pretty i'm like damn like i can see if you want to have you know three phone charges around those are useful are these waterfalls you can go down then no, no, they're just decoration in a gated Wait, house are these, in a gated are these community. these three waterfalls part of one scene, or are they completely separate scenes? Two, two of them are part of one scene. Fair. You know, you have a nice little outdoor decoration, whatever. When you were going on about seeing his house, for some reason, I first imagined the waterfalls inside of his house because he would be that rich. Yeah. Oh, that would be dope. <laughs> and that's how I went down this. Okay, I can't even explain... Like the interior with the the bathroom. That was the fanciest bathroom I've been in in my life. Holy shit. It must have Um, been. Holy shit. (laughs) It was like gold everything. Everything was just gold. Like like you see in the like in on the listings of the million dollar homes with these super fancy like royal bathrooms. I don't know. They're just really elegant. I don't really know how to describe them. <laughs> I think them. that's just fine. Yeah. But yeah. And like some of the floral stuff too, but still very gold and elegant. And oh my God. You got anything? It was wild. Excuse me. You got any, any more energy for Inya for another section or are you done? Yeah. Uh, I could do another section. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I have the next section is chapter three, verse one to 21. Ooh, there's a Nicodemus here. Mm-hmm. I like that name. I used to work with the Nicodemus. We just called mm-hmm. him Nico, though. We'll see if you like this Nicodemus. <laughs> I don't know. It's spelled with a C instead of a K. Why would it be spelled with a K? Uh, to be different. It's already different. It it's already cooler. cool. <laughs> I don't like how it looks oh, with a C, I, to be I, honest. It looks perfect with a C. Otherwise, you're getting too close to Nike. No. No, 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 no. How is Nicodemus close well, to Nike? Well, you shorted it. You shorted it to Just because it's the same it first three Nico. letters? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm also not writing it. I'm just saying, hey, Nico. <laughs> you don't write it in your head? these boxes for me, please. <laughs> you don't see the words? No. You don't see no, the No, I don't words. see the words. Oh, I hear them, okay. but I don't see them. No. Sometimes I see the words, but that's really if I'm just struggling. And, uh, 
I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah, that's me all the time. I didn't really have a lot of notes on this one, I guess, but yeah. So this section, um, Nicodemus, he is, or he, he was a, a Pharisee ruler of the Jews and he sought out Jesus, found him and was like, Hey, like we, we know that you're a teacher from God. So yeah. So he was basically like, we we're pretty sure you're this dude. Uh, are you him? And he's like, uh, unless one is born again, he can't see the kingdom of God. And so again, he's speaking in metaphor that nobody <laughs> fucking understands. Um, so he's like, okay, Nic- <laughs> Nicodemus is like, uh, okay. So how how does that work? Like. You're just old now, and you climb up in your mama's hoo-ha? What happens here? How is this possible? He's like, okay, don't get hung up on my words here. Because <laughs> uh, if you do that, you're not going to get any of this. And then he continues speaking in <laughs> metaphors um, to explain his whole point here. And the wind blows where it wishes. And you can hear a sound, but not know where it comes from. That was in verse 8 with the wind? Yep. Yeah. Mine says that the, used like a Greek word, pneuma, which means both wind and spirit. So whether it's the wind or the spirit, like going around in your head, like, he's just letting them know with that, like, you're hearing it. So you must be, you know, doing something. You're coming here to see me. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, okay, having having that definitely makes a little more sense there. Because I feel like he's just speaking in too much metaphor in mine. That was not the same as yours, and yours <laughs> makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I feel like in mine, he's just going on. Um, but in yours, it actually, he he's explaining, like, this is spirit. I mean, mine just says wind. And, I, yeah, that, but... It's just a note that says that it could mean spirit, which even if oh. it was a metaphor, it was still the spirit anyhow, because the wind is supposed to be, you know, here. Metaphor or Fair actual, enough. it's still. So then know. I'll just stick to, yeah, so I'll just stick to my original thought then in that he's using too much metaphor and uh, yeah, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but uh yeah, he goes on. Nicodemus is like, "How is this possible? Like, how how can that happen?" And Jesus is like, "How are you the teacher of Israel? And you don't understand." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he, he, "Yeah, he fully calls him out on that." Full stop. Yeah, he he's like, "If I've told you these earthly things and you don't believe me." then I can't tell you these heavenly things and expect you to understand or believe. I'd like to go back and, and, and focus on the earthly thing, though. If, yeah. Oh. Um, go for it. Well, the whole reason Nicodemus is coming to see him is that Jesus is doing things, uh, well, he says, for no man can do these miracles for that thou doest. And... So far, the only miracle we have is turning water into wine that's been laid out for us. I don't know what else he's been doing. Is Nicodemus just hearing about this? Right. And, like, 
whatever he's doing is very easily earthly thing still as well. Like, he won't believe me when I tell you this is how I turned one, like water to wine. This is how I did this thing or whatever. You you wouldn't believe anything beyond. So what's the point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But also like with with his miracles and stuff, the signs, um, my Bible had a like a table for them and all that. Like mm-hmm. I was telling you earlier. I don't think the next one is until exactly chapter four. So yeah, it's just been the water into wine. So I'm like, what? <laughs> That's wild. So yeah, that turned in from, you know, that turned into this whole, like, let me just preach to you this real quick and tell you all about how you can go to heaven. And yeah, he's like, everybody does shit. Well, I don't think he's saying how you and uh, can go to heaven because he starts it right with saying like, uh, right after he's like how shall you believe if i tell you of heavenly things and no man hath ascended up to heaven no one's going up to heaven it was probably poor word choice but i was thinking uh, that i use those words because of john ah. three sixteen. but i think that's really the only one that's talking about that aspect so well it's just talking about the the everlasting life and even in this bible it's a new quality of life, not an everlasting this life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine uses um, the verbiage eternal life, but um, yeah, I mean, same thing. But the way I see that as like the only eternal life it, like in this option here is heaven. So that would, that's mm-hmm. why I use that words, that words, <laughs> those words. <laughs> but he... He's just talking about like how you need to hold yourself accountable in this. Like that's the first step. And yeah. he just can't get out of metaphors. Just got too much on the drugs and too many metaphors and nobody understood him anymore. Yeah, you're right. He should have been a poet. Well, that's why he would have been a bard. Yeah, I feel. I 100% agree he would have been a bard. So he multiclassed. Apparently. Yeah, have anything else for this? Uh, I felt like I did, but yeah. I don't think so. How about you? No. I think you... I might have to call it yeah, for today. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to be done now? Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to be done. Thanks for tuning in, buddies. It has been a good one. I'm excited learning more about Jesus' disciples and more of his early character, I guess. Because it is different than his late character. I'm excited for this character development. Is it a really exciting character development if you already know where it's going to go? I think it's exciting to see the process. Yeah, that part's very exciting for me. Yeah. But also, like, yeah. there's just so much. <laughs> it's it's really weird reading through all of this now as an adult who doesn't believe any of it. Versus, you know, learning about it as a kid. Because honestly, that was the last time I read about any of this. Was a, as a kid, we didn't talk about any of this during youth group for middle school or high school. We didn't talk about this in church. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing else to mention, so. Cool. All right. It's been good. Catch you later. Catch you later, buddies. Hey, buddies. Mary here. If today's episode sparked something for you or you have questions for us, send us an email at thehighpriestbiblestudy at gmail.com. 
You can stay up to date on new episodes and merch releases through Instagram, or check us out on Facebook if that's more your style, at The Hybel Study. That's at the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. Check out our subreddit, r slash the high priest for references to some things that we've talked about in various episodes as well as some memes we also have a threadless shop shop.thehighpriest.show there's almost always new merch popping up there so be sure to check back regularly if you want to and can responsibly donate but have enough merch buy us a coffee buyusacoffee.com slash the h-i-g-h-b-l-e study you can donate once or you can choose to donate monthly Money donated helps us to improve the show and make it better for you as the listener. Or, if you want to just make it all that much more simple, all of these links are on our website, thehighpriest.show. Every link I've already mentioned, as well as some different platforms that you can listen to the show on. Rate us and leave us a review, we'd love to hear your feedback, and don't forget to subscribe so that you get notified of new episodes directly from the platform that you listen on. Besides, it's that much easier to share with your friends when it's at the top. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you, and I'll catch you in the next episode.